Wow, this kid David Hogg somehow find his way in front of a camera from coast to coast, from California to Florida. David Hogg must be building his fake news resume credentials. And another, these kids were all given talking points. David Hogg, you sicken me. David says he doesn't understand the resentment. I witnessed this event. Why are you guys doing this to me? I'm trying to be as well-spoken as possible because these politicians won't. I can't wait to hear what we are going to talk about today. Okay, let's jump right in. David, why are you supporting the red flag laws? If there had been, if Scott Peterson, the resource officer at Parkland, had done his job, then Nicholas Cruz wouldn't have killed anybody in your high school, or at least protected them. Why are you supporting red flag gun laws that attack our Second Amendment rights? And why are you using kids to get to, as a barrier? Do you not know how to defend your stance? Look, I'm an American citizen. I'm a gun owner. I have a concealed carry permit. I carry a gun with, for protection for myself. And you are using your lobby and the money behind it and the kids to try to take away my Second Amendment rights. You don't have anything to say for yourself? You can't defend your stance? How did you get over 30 appointments with senators? How'd you do that? How did you get major press coverage on this issue? And how did you get kids? Why do you use kids? Why kids? You know, if school if school zones were protected by with security guards with guns, there would be no mass shootings at schools. You know that? The best way to stop a bad guy with a gun is with a good guy with a gun. But yet you're attacking our Second Amendment. You have nothing to say. No words. So I'm walking. He's got nothing to say. Sad. He has nothing to say because there really isn't anything to say, you guys. He has nothing to say because he's paid to do this. He has the walkaway march. He's got the um, he's got the women's march, and they're funding all of this. Every town gun USA, they're funding all this stuff. Okay, that was David Hogue right there. David, we saw him inside the Senate building. He had thirty. 30 um, appointments where he ran around and got to talk to senators. I got to talk to none. None. He had media coverage all over the place. I had zero. Guess what? I'm a gun owner. I'm an American citizen. And I have nothing but this guy with his George Soros funding and his major liberal funding has got everything. I want you to think about that. That's where we are. And he's a coward. He can't say one word because he can't defend his stance. Because there is no defense for taking away guns. There is no defense for gun confiscation. Zero. And so there he goes. He just keeps walking with his with his two ladies that probably work with him. Maybe his handlers. Maybe his handlers, absolutely. They're telling him, don't say anything. Wow, what was that? Who was that horrible lady? So that is House Representative from Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican. QAnon supporter. That was who was in the video? Yes. She's in the House of Representatives. Oh my God. So she is one of our U.S. representatives chasing down, a, uh, I think he's at this point, 20 year old kid. And the 20 year old kid, she calls him 
uh, David Hogg. I think it's Hogg, David Hogg. And this, so this is the story of David. David was inside of a school. A live shooter was in there. Okay. And he was inside of the school. While this guy is shooting up the school, this guy, David, is in the school recording it. The, like the sounds of what was going on or and did and he record it, the actual like shooting itself oh right now we're going to show you a short video taken inside a classroom during the shooting difficult to watch it is difficult to listen to we blur the faces of the students <sighs> That is horrible. That was one of many videos. Um, David, he's pulled into a closet. One of the teachers pulls him and his friends into a closet. And he starts recording and interviewing. So right now we're in a school. An active shooter. It's not a drill. And it's currently. Hello. It's... 252. Um, I, I heard one gunshot. Oh, and we thought it was a drill initially, but it's oh. not. Right. At around 2.30, we heard a gunshot in my AP environmental science class, and we initially thought it was a drill. And then we heard multiple, we heard more gunshots. And that was when we realized this was not a drill. This was life or death. So it's now 3.13, and we've heard supposedly it's a senior, not confirmed at all. The seniors believed to be named Nick Cruz, but this has not been confirmed. This is the latest information that we have, though. We still believe that the person has been uh, neutralized, but we're still currently on lockdown. Um, we're on lockdown because there was an active shooting. We thought it was a fire drill and went outside, and then people started running because there were shots. I didn't hear them personally. And then I started running. I really don't think there's anything new to say, but there shouldn't have to be, because if you looked around this closet and saw everyone just hiding together, you would know that this shouldn't be happening anymore and that it doesn't deserve to happen to anyone and that no amount of money should make it more easily accessible to get guns. Um, and that's that. He's interviewing her and of course his video gets out and everybody sees it and they, they recognize him as part of this. And then, so this is where it starts getting a little complicated. So. This kid is, uh, at the time, a senior, and he just moved to Florida from California. And the, the year before, when he was in California, he was on the news, and he was being interviewed by somebody for a totally unrelated crime. Like, that was a year before. They didn't even know this was going to happen, right? So he was, inter I can't remember what the crime was or why he was being interviewed by the news, but anyway... Right. It was on YouTube, and after the shooting, and after his video got out of the shooting, uh, of him interviewing people during the shooting, this other video of him in California started trending on YouTube because people like Marjorie, the representative and conspiracy theorist, said, look, he's an actor. He does this all the time. He goes to different places. And pretends to be a student, and they call them crisis actors, 
so that they can make their point that we need gun control. And they and YouTube let this video of him in California run for a while. It got like 200,000 hits in that first couple days. So there so these conspiracy theorists are saying that the this kid is a actor and yep. they're trying to get more gun control laws with him. So he is a huge advocate now of gun control laws. He went right. on all kinds of news stations and everything after this all happened. And then he and his sister wrote a book called Never Again. And so he became the face of gun control in the country. And he's a, he's a kind of a young person that he was at the time, 18. And so it was very political. Like, oh my gosh, the left is hiring these crisis actors to make their point. So now the conspiracy theorists are against the gun control laws, right? Correct. Okay. So this is one of many stories that we'll share um, about how these big events happen. And a lot of conspiracy theorists think it's what's called a false flag, that it's set up. If you've ever seen the movie Wag the Dog, and have you ever seen that? I have not actually seen that. So this, the the movie Wag the Dog, I, th- I think this is where they get this idea, is that, for example, the president has, you know, an affair or something like that. And instead of that affair getting out into the media, they generate a false flag event, like a shooting or something, to take the attention off of the, the affair and put it onto this other thing. Because that president wants to make a point with gun control and you need some sort of big event like that in order to get people to change the laws. So these conspiracy theorists think that a lot of these events, especially shootings, that's the big one because they're very uh, gun rights oriented. A lot of the conspiracy theorists are right wing, you know, people for the most part. Right. Or, Or they're the loudest ones anyway. And Marjorie is no exception. Um, they all think these big events are hoaxes and that these shootings are fake and false flag events to take the attention off of other things that are going on and to get gun control passed because, oh, look, they killed children. It's horrific. So after this Marjorie lady came out, a dad, this just breaks my heart, one of the, the dads of somebody whose daughter was killed. In, in, so this was in Parkland, Florida. He said, and this happened in 2018, so it was, uh, it was a couple years ago, but this dad of uh, somebody who was killed said, posted that video and said, is this you harassing David Hogg weeks after the Parkland shooting that my daughter was killed in and that he was in, calling him a coward for ignoring your insanity? I will answer all of your questions in person. Get ready to record again. And of course, she never reached out to him because they don't. They don't believe that these parents are real. They think the parents are actors too. They think this is all a big setup and a big hoax. That's insane. That's just totally insane. I mean, this is disgusting mm-hmm. to ex- exploit these poor people that are victims of gun violence like that. Right. And they say, how disgusting of you to exploit children to pass gun rights laws. And that's not happening at all. There's plenty of evidence no. that actually happened. 
Oh my gosh. The problem here is not just that Marjorie brought this up, but a lot of people over the year, over the last couple of years have been harassing David. Uh, he has said that he's gotten several death, th- death threats. His mom came out into the news and said she was terrified for her son. I mean, can you imagine right. your son being threatened because he was part of a shooting? Right. Just makes me want to cry. This is a hard episode. Because yeah. who are these people that think right. this is not real? This kid, he had been, the, the, the guy who ended up being caught for shooting, I mean, he had been talking about shooting for months. He had been talking about it explicitly, outwardly. He, there's video of him. I mean, it is, there is overwhelming evidence this actually happened. When, um, when did this happen? When was this shooting? It happened in 2018. Okay. At Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. So you've probably heard of the Parkland shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's been getting s- several death threats. He uh, is. He gets harassed like this, like from Marjorie. this kid. This kid that yes. reported all this. That's ridiculous. Okay. David. Right. Right. He was just there. And and yeah. can you imagine? I, I've been in a situation uh, with a possible live shooter. I don't know if you have. It is terrifying. You don't know where they are. So you're told, get under your desk, close the door. It, it, it still gives me chills. Um, this, the person was in a totally other building, but you don't know where they are. And so you are freaked out, wondering, are they going to, I mean, are they going to come here? Are they going to knock on my door? Are they going to see me somehow? Am I going to make a noise and they come to in this place? It is horrifyingly scary, you know, and you can yeah. see it on these, uh, when he's interviewing his friend or the, the, you know, the girl in the closet with him, David, that she looks horrified. It is scary. You don't know where the shooter is and whether you're going to be the next person. Right. And so, to, you know, just to, to play it off like it's a conspiracy, it's just totally making these people's experiences so much less than what it actually is. Right. Yeah. Uh, he was also, he was also a victim of swatting. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Um, no. What is that? Lots of terminology in this one. Crisis actor, false flags. These are all just. Uh, so he also was swatted, which means that somebody called the police on him. The, so the, the Broward County, that's the Florida uh, County, received an anonymous call on Tuesday in June of 2018. This was uh, six months or so after it had happened, claiming that there was a hostage situation in David Hogg's home, according to the, according to the news source. When authorities showed up, they determined it was a prank. And... But he, he wasn't even there. He was in D.C. accepting some award or something like that. And so these people swatted him because what happens when there's a threat like that, that there was a hostage situation, is that the SWAT team shows up. Right. So 
the SWAT team showed up to his house thinking there was a hostage situation there. Had he been there, um, he could have gotten, you, you know, we've all seen the videos. He could have gotten shot if the police considered him a threat in any way. Um, there's quite a few things that are very dangerous about swatting somebody. But that's what people are doing to him, is harassing him, swatting him, threatening him. And every time this issue comes up, he comes right back up to the forefront and he gets threats all over again. That's terrible. Yeah. Really terrible. So the great story is that at one point, one of the news people sent out a tweet his name was Jamie Allman, and he was in St. Louis, threatening to insert a hot poker into David's ass because he's so threatened. Thank God the news um, advertisers they canceled him. They they were like, "No, we're not doing this. You don't you don't say that." You know, <laughs> tweeting that he wanted to stick a hot poker in David's ass because David was supposedly in his mind lying about this whole shooting and would go out of his way for years. <laughs> I just don't, I, I don't understand how people can't, how they're invalidating a whole entire school shooting like that. I mean, how can you possibly even get away with that? I mean, I was, I mean, I'm going to date myself a little bit here, but I wasn't, you know, I was a senior in high school when the Columbine shooting happened and I saw everything on the news all day. It was horrible. And yeah. there was no reason to ever believe that that wasn't actually happening. I mean, there were, there were police everywhere. You know, it's just, I don't understand how these people are getting away with invalidating school shootings. I don't understand how you could possibly believe a ridiculous conspiracy theory like that. I know it's really upset. Yeah. Um, I, I totally agree. It's so gross. It's, really there's so many of these shootings and there's so many people just assuming that I think it's again really you nailed it on the last episode when you said they're making this shit up to make themselves feel better about the evil in the world you know because oh yeah. you can't possibly be shooting people because I would never do that I, I use my gun responsibly yeah well there's fucked up people out there who would though and we yeah. have to figure out a way to stop it. Yeah. The Republican governor of Florida at the time did end up changing the laws down there because there's all these loopholes where he got this gun so easily because there's a ton of loopholes, even though he had tons of documentation from his doctors that he should not have a gun. <laughs> right. Un unbelievable amounts of evidence. I don't even want to talk about the shooter at all because that's not what this is about, but there, if you do any research on him, tons of evidence. This kid never should have had a gun, ever. He he right. left the school like two years before that and came back and shot it all up because he was just an angry person. Uh, yeah, it's just crazy. I, I mean, it's just, I, I think there definitely needs to be um, some gun laws because we can't get people under control with that kind of stuff. There's a lot of, you know, mental health is always put on the back burner in this country. And I feel like that is part a huge part of this as well. 
Um, and so it's like, you have to have laws to counter these kind of people. It's like, you might be real responsible with all of your gun arsenal and good for you for being right. responsible. But there are so many people that are completely, totally insane, angry, um, people that have their own agenda, you know, that can just come into all these schools or these places of work at any time and kill a bunch of people because right. there's no, there's nothing what's to stop them. You know, there's not laws against it. Well, and even if they're, they don't care. They just want to get their revenge. You know, right. yeah. they don't, a lot of people who, uh, they end up killing themselves. Um, I don't know what happened to this guy. I really don't care about the guy who shot up the people because it's not that I don't care. I care about him as a human being and I hope that he gets the help that he needs, but I don't want to focus on them because they always get the attention. And then we're like, who's this, who's the parking shooting victims? Who cares? We know, I don't even know all the Columbine victims, but I sure as heck know those shooters names, you know? Right. Yep. I, so uh, my favorite part about this is that after Marjorie re-upped this conspiracy the last few weeks, that <laughs> David sent out a tweet to her. He actually said thank you to people like her because it makes, even though his life is personally at risk, um, he, he likes that it brings attention to this issue and, and shows how ridiculous she's being. And also... Yeah. how we need we need these things solved. But I really like, he says to her, he just says, you need to resign. That's Absolutely. I, I mean, what a disgrace to represent the United States of America. You're disgraceful. I hope she listens to this. You're a complete disgrace to America. Yeah. She is in some, um, she, she was one of the ones who voted, of course, to have the election um, overturned and of course she did. Right. A disgrace is what you are, lady. Yeah, exactly. So that's the story, David. Wow. That's crazy. And I'm sure there's a bunch more uh, of stories that are very similar to this one that I'm sure there's a lot of victims out there of, of these crazy conspiracies again. There is indeed. And I know they're hard to read. These are, they hard are to, so they're, they're so hard to do. I know. <laughs> I was bawling and bawling. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's hard. It's hard because these are so disturbing and terrible. And I can't imagine these poor people having to go through this, these situations in their life. Yeah. I can't even imagine being after, after being terrorized like that. In, in yeah. And then having this, like, I just loved him walking away from her. Like, I'm not going to talk to you. You, you don't believe this even happened in the first place. So why am I even going to give you the, the time of day? Yeah. It's not, there's no point. Just like, I'm not going to answer to you. Mm -mm. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. All right. Mary Contrary. All right. Starfish. All right. So we made it out. FBI. My classroom was actually eerily quiet. It was a lot of people calling their parents, obviously frantically calling their parents, wanting to make sure that they're uh, uh, letting them know that they're okay. But sadly, my um, 
my sister luckily survived the situation in our newsroom at WMSD TV, but her two best friends died. And it, it's unbelievable, it's unfathomable to think about. The fact that my sister is calling me at five in the morning when, I, when I'm out doing interviews when I should be in school is a testament to where this country has come. And the fact that we have to deal with these situations again and again and again is unacceptable. How many children are going to have to die until we actually stand up and say this is not okay? Because we can say that it's not okay, but, and we can have all these ideas, but without action, these ideas remain ideas and children die as a result.